Welcome to another episode of Making Magic with your host, Bradley Morris from Magic Media. This is the go-to show for purpose-driven creators to get inspired with innovative new ideas to produce your educational content, build thriving online communities, and turn your message into a movement. Dearly beloved, welcome to this spontaneous and yet pre-scheduled session with Mr. Tad Hargrave from Marketing for Hippies. I don't know if this is going to ever be released and see the light of day, but if it does, then here we are. We press record. Um, so the whole, just kind of go over the, the overview the intention here is, uh, we're going to help you design a signature workshop. So a signature workshop acts as this, um, like your signature masterclass that is like the gateway drug into the world of marketing for hippies. So this is like, this is people's first experience of you. And so the whole idea of a signature workshop is to introduce people to your story. Like what is your backstory and through your story, what are some of the foundational principles or philosophies you've come to know through your life's work? So your story teaches the philosophy that marketing for hippies lives by. And then once you, you inspire people by your story and your philosophy and you create some resonance with them of like, oh, I resonate with this guy. I, I like that philosophy. I haven't heard it told this way. Then the whole intention beyond that is to guide their first breakthrough experience. And so you got to imagine this is like what you're starting people on is the first step on their journey of marketing for hippies. And so what is the, the breakthrough experience that they can have their first insight um that that we're going to facilitate here that that is the goal is like have help them have their first breakthrough and then the fourth thing we do in the signature workshop is the call to adventure so the call to adventure might be join my subscription or take my 30-day challenge or uh pay sign up for this upcoming course pay for coaching i mean my guess is is it's probably you know come come try out the membership with me and so the whole idea here is, is once you design your signature workshop, uh, the next step, and I've got all the, the template emails and all that sort of stuff, is you tour the workshop. You teach the, instead of doing podcasts, so podcasts are good, but most people don't listen to a podcast and then go purchase your course, your training. A lot of people listen to your podcast, the podcast episode, and then they go on to the next podcast episode. The, the podcast can work as a way to promote your signature workshop. So you do an interview and then you uh, have your signature workshop. And at the signature workshop, you're selling your membership. So the whole purpose of the signature workshop is like, you know, people, you're going to have a host. So right now Magic Media is, let's just say, I host you for your signature workshop, which I will when you get it designed. And then uh, you come, you teach your signature workshop. If you help people have a breakthrough in real time, they get to know your vibe. They get to feel your, you know, understand your philosophies, what you're all about. They get to have their first breakthrough experience. And then it's, it's just a much clearer path of like, whether I want to keep working with this guy or not. And then the whole idea is, is, you know, you just go on a tour and you try and teach one or two signature workshops every single month. And, you do the one or two signature workshops every month, then you can start to get introduced to a whole bunch of new audiences who may not have ever experienced the work. And then what I do is, um, you know, the signature workshop experience. Mine is the, um, 
business without social media. So the first time I ever did that workshop was with you. Yeah. Uh, that was to your audience. And we had, I don't remember, it was like 1100 people signed up for it or something like that. And that was when the light bulb hit me. It was like, oh shit, like this is, this is a hot topic. This is a great way to introduce people to the world of magic media and my philosophies around business. And so I've just been like honing that workshop more and more and more. And this year I did, I think I've done about 10 now. And my email list grew by over 3000 people as a result of doing these 10 signature workshops. I had one of my podcast interviews was with the, um, the guy who started uh, Webinar Ninja, um, the $100 MBA. So I looked at the stats after one week of that podcast episode coming out. I had 150,000 listens on that podcast. My email went up by like maybe 20 people. And then my signature workshop, we had 400 people sign up for the signature workshop. And my email list grew by that much just for the signature workshop. So it's just like, it's such a simple, effective way to just like, and then you just go on tour and you, you have, you know, you do some research, you build a spreadsheet of like, here's a hundred different people we're going to reach out to. And then you can automate the whole onboarding sequence of like, you know, here, they say, yes, we'd love to have you. You, We have like, a, I'll just show you. Um, so I have like a whole, whole media kit page on my website um, that has like all the details that somebody would need for booking my signature workshop. So it's like really easy once we get them to say yes, to be like, okay, cool, here's the details. So it's like, I've got my short bio, I've got my long bio, my images, links to share in the show notes, uh, topics to talk about for podcasts. And then here's like my whole signature workshop write up that they can just copy and paste on a page if they're going to promote it or, or use it. And then you can build out a whole, a uh, whole bunch of other, like we have marketing emails as well in a Google drive folder that when somebody books me for a signature workshop, it's like, here's all the, here's all the stuff. So that's kind of the premise. Um, the intention right now is like, let's flesh out these main pieces, these pillars so that you can go away and really like craft the, you know, whether you do slides or what's going to be included in each step of this. So let's talk about the backstory. You know, like if you were to kind of just track the story of marketing for hippies and, and summarize, I'm sure you've told the story plenty of times. Uh, what are some like really key milestone points that you want to cover in your backstory? Well, oh man. I volunteered at a franchise of Anthony Robbins and Associates for a couple of years. And I just loved it. I loved being around all the personal growth, um, that whole vibe. I was just so lit up by it. And then they offered me a job. They said, hey, would you like to, um, would you like to, to work here doing sales? And I'd already, I think, gone through their, their sales and marketing program. And I was excited to apply it. And so they had me doing cold call or kind of follow-up calls to people who'd seen Tony live. And I listened to all the, the Tom Robbins or Tom Hopkins, Zig Ziglar, Brian Tracy, Tony, like all that marketing stuff, sales stuff I've listened to. 
and I was supposed to get them to come to our one evening workshop. And it didn't work very well. There wasn't a really good return on it. Yeah, I just noticed, uh, you know, I worked so hard for very little, I think, return on investment. Uh, of course, this was before email. This was like 1995, 96, or email was just coming out really. Um, and it definitely made me, um, the way I've described it, is that it became kind of plastic, kind of fake. And I started getting feedback um, from people. And I think one of the big moments was, I was trying to raise money to go to a Tony Robbins seminar in Hawaii. But I just felt like I had to be at, which my life would have been so complete had I not gone. But, uh, you know, it was, it was a lot of money at the time. And so I was fundraising. I was just calling everyone I knew, hustling. And I called my uncle Art, a friend of the family. And I remember at one point he snapped. He's like, Ted, you don't have to wheel and deal me. And it was just such a blow because I knew it was true. I, just, I felt so exposed, so ashamed. And uh, but I just didn't know what else to do. I didn't have some other approach, you know, I, I think there was no marketing for hippies for me back then. And then the franchise collapsed. And I ended up uh, going down to Santa Cruz, working for youth environmental social justice nonprofit doing summer camps, doing fundraising. Uh, but really distancing myself from the whole sales and business thing. And then and, and doing, pro, I went to, you know, the, it was part of the anti-globalization protests against the IMF and the World Bank and that whole scene, the anarchist scene for a while. And then I, um, I had so many friends who had their hippie businesses, their green businesses. And I, uh, I'd just be sitting there talking with them at the bar, you know, and they'd be telling me their ideas and how they were planning to market it. And it was just bad marketing ideas. And I at least knew more than them. So I was trying to give them ideas. And at a certain point, it occurred to me that I could do this for work, that I could teach workshops on this. And so, so I started and then the, the big breakthrough moment for me in terms of the ethical part was I came across this guy, Ari Galper, and at the time his business was called Reverse Selling. And uh, it was, he was the person that said, hey, instead of going for the truth, go for the, or instead of going for the sale, go for the truth. You know, is this a fit or not? And I, devoured his info for months. I ended up working for him, helping him. I don't know how helpful I was, honestly, but helping him uh, get some stuff typed out. And I was so, um, I was so inspired by it because it showed a practical way to do the same things I'd been taught to do in a sketchy way. 
but to do it in an ethical way, which I hadn't thought was possible. You know, I, I just, and every question I had, he had some answer to it about, but here's how that worked. So that was, I think, the, you know, the, the, the sort of low point for me was, was that moment with my uncle Art. And there were other moments with friends, you know, that mm -hmm. uh, this feeling exposed. And then the, the turning point for me was coming across Ari's stuff. And it just allowed me to tie together so much of what I knew. And then I just, I just was doing workshops all the time and uh, started working with people. When did you start teaching workshops? Oh, you know, I've lost track, but I think the first one was 2002. I think that was the first workshop. Any guess on like numbers, how many workshops you've taught, how many entrepreneurs you might've worked with if you were to give a wild guess? Oh, it's so hard. It's been 21 years. Um, I mean, thousands of people live, certainly. But certainly thousands. Yeah. And hundreds um, of workshops. Yeah. And yeah, because I imagine I've done, I mean, let's just even say it's 10 workshops a year. And for a number of years, it was, it was more than that. But if, if I was doing 10 workshops and some of those were weekend workshops a year. So then 10 times 20, that's 200. Yeah, so it's true. Yeah, it's hundreds yeah. of workshops. And then and if we add on online workshops, which yeah. I think we added. Yeah. yeah. Plus your membership. Right. Yeah. Right. And all the free first Thursday calls. I mean, if we include all of that, it's um, how many sessions I've led. It's yeah. It's then amazing. I, yeah, totally. If, if we include every weekly Friday call that I've done since yeah. 2020, that's 150 or so right there. Plus bonus calls plus the free first Thursday calls. So that's, you know, another couple hundred just calls. And then there was the mentorship that I used to lead and there was a weekly call with that for three or four years. So, yeah. It's a lot. a lot. So with all this, with like what you've built with marketing for hippies, um, if you were to summarize, like what are some of the core philosophies you've developed at marketing for hippies that, all of your work revolves around? Um, the core idea is that marketing can feel good, that you don't have to choose between ethics and effectiveness. I suppose that's the bottom line for me. One of the, one of the premises that I share that people seem to have the most, is one of the ones that gives people the most relief is that, um, you're not supposed to be good at marketing yourself. You know, that you're the kryptonite is always going to be self-promotion. And our superpower will always be promoting other people. And that's just the human condition, I think. Beautiful. And then um 
I mean, and this is just straight out of Ari Galbraith stuff, but that we focus on getting to the truth of it if it's a fit. We don't focus on the sale. We focus on on the on getting to the truth. And that that handles almost all the ethical considerations. Beautiful. Anything else? Um, it's fine. I've got a video with my top ten ideas. Perfect. That can be a bonus for signing up for your signature workshop. Oh, like um. After or before? Uh, when they sign up, you could you could send it as a part of the follow up series. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So that's great. You've got so the idea is is like, you know, you start with uh, introduction at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, then you go into your origin story, and then you go into your philosophy. That might take up the first like in a 60 minutes signature workshop that might take up the first 20 minutes. So now we're going to pivot and you're going to guide people through their first breakthrough. Now this could be a series. It could be, it could be any number of things. It could be breakout exercises. It could be journaling questions. It could be a guided meditation. There's so many different ways you could take it. It could be three different short exercises that take five, five, 10 minutes each. Um, the whole idea is, is like, we're talking about, you know, people that are signing up for this workshop, probably people that marketing doesn't feel good. They're not getting the results they want. Uh, they have heard about you. They would love to understand how to do marketing that feels good. Like these are, these are kind of some of the cases of like what they're looking for here. So what you're trying to do is help them have their first breakthrough so that they're like, they get to know, oh, this is what it's like to work with Tad. Okay. So you don't have to land on the exact exercise today, but what are some ideas that you have for exercises you could facilitate? You know, um, one that I've done, which also I have a whole workbook around, which I could send out to people, but is, and I used to do this all the time at my intro and I cut it. Um, but it, it seems to, people seem to get a lot more out of it than I would have thought is I say, write down all the words you would never want anyone to say about your marketing. And then make that list. And then I say, pick the top three, the worst things that somebody could say, the things that would just, you know, you'd collapse for a week. And then I have them pick the, reverse that and say, okay, what would you want people to say instead of those three? So instead of insincere, sincere, instead of, you know, pushy, uh, generous or something, whatever they would say. So they pick the top three words they want associated with their marketing. And then I just say, so there you go. That's your direction in marketing. Nice. So that's that's one exercise is just the, the getting because and the way you have a name I, for that exercise. Sorry, do you have um, a name for that exercise? No. Okay. We can call, well we can call it the uh, how to start. Actually, that's what the workbook is called. 
but my premise is basically like most people just know that marketing feels gross, but they haven't even clarified specifically how it yeah. feels gross. And then they haven't flipped it. And they're just, their whole marketing orientation is how, what do I, it's like driving based on what you don't want to hit. That's it's right. Like, so, um, so that's one possibility. That's great. You could yeah. probably get them to do that and, you know, five to seven minutes sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they can get started and I can say, Hey, here's a workbook and that'll, that'll take you through the more in depth. Um, so much of it is situational, you know, like they say, well, how do I do this in a way that feels good? And I'm like, well, here's, here's how. Yes. Um, what is the outcome when they walk away from this signature workshop? Like what, what is the promise that if they show up and they participate that they'll walk away and what is the, the outcome or, or shift that you want to happen for them? I want them to feel really liberated around their marketing. And just that feeling like I could do this. Yeah. That's the kind of marketing I could do. Yeah. You know, seeing a kind of light at the end of the or a path forward. Yeah. So often they just feel so torn. It's either be ethical or I'd be effective and I have to choose. And they, they, you know, it's terrible versus, ah, I see a path that could be ethical and effective. Yeah. So what is, what is the next exercise? So now they know what they don't want and what they do want. What is the next one to help them like start to, to carve a new plan that they can be excited about? Um, I'm wondering where there's, I mean, maybe this sits more in the philosophy because I've got this whole pyramid that I do yep. about ethics, niching, point of view, business model, hub marketing. So maybe that goes more in the philosophy thing. So yeah, ethics plus niche plus point of view plus business model plus hubs. Like those are the five things I think people need in that order. Um, Do you have an exercise that you could guide where they can kind of gain some insight between each of these? Um, interesting. I wonder. It could even just be like a fill in the blank of like what, where your ethics lie with marketing and then like do the same uh, question around niching. Who's your target? What is your unique point of view? What is your business model? What are your hubs? How do these come together? The, huh. I mean, it's, I, if I assume it's sort of service providers, coaches, et cetera, yeah. then I think the ethics could be handled by that first exercise. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's tricky because, you know, the niching is such a beast. Mm -hmm. It's possible I could just say, 
Okay, for this exercise, I want you to pick one very specific symptom that the majority of your clients have. Pick like one of the big ones. Like everywhere they all come in with headaches, just pick that one specific thing. For the niching thing. Okay, I like that. And then, um, I'm gonna put this up here. Um, and then that's basically the niche. Like, what's the yep. one thing? Um, and then, then for point of view, it's. Um, would be you know in one in one sentence what's your take on why they have that problem which is the diagnosis which is the heart of the point of view sweet and then the business model i would probably just suggest one I mean, actually, I'd probably suggest pretty much the model that you're you're suggesting here. I'd suggest the intro workshop. Right. I'd say, great. Now design an intro workshop. Or, or I'm, I don't even know if I make them design it there, but I would say then what you want to do is have an intro workshop, and um, that people host. Yeah, that you tour, and then you make an offer. Give them a bunch of different, right. like, here's a bunch of, here's 10 different business models or types of offerings. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. Here's, you, yeah, you could have a membership, a mentorship. You could offer a school. You could offer a, um, a starter kit. You could offer a package of 10. You could offer a, um, yeah, exactly. And the thing I think I would say is, and let's make sure this offer is focused on the issue they came in with. Like whatever, the, if it's about headaches, then it's it's like a, a more advanced package around headaches yeah. to keep it simple. And the, oh, and you know what else I would say is with the niching one, let's say pick one symptom, but also the, the deepest wound is your truest niche like like what got you into this? So it's it's both like what do most of your clients come with, but also what got you into this? And do you see any parallel there? You know, if you have to choose, go with the wound. But just pick like uh, what was it? And then And then with the, the hubs, to me, then the question would be very specifically who might host that workshop for you? Like what type generally, what types of hubs, what kinds of... This one is hubs. Like if we're talking about that very specific issue, that symptom, 
you know, who else might be in a position to host a workshop for you on that symptom. Great. Then you just get them to let's take take three minutes and come up with 10. Yeah. And then um, yeah, something like this. Bam. So it's like this, you could probably get through in 20 minutes for this exercise. And then go into like a short Q&A plus sharing. sharing slash like coaching, giving like a direct, if you can give a direct experience of you coaching somebody around some of these pieces where people get to like watch your magic in action, uh, that's a bonus as well. And then the call to action. So it's like, okay, we've just done this. You've laid down this foundation. What is the call to adventure? What's their next step if they want to continue more deeply with you? I think, well, there's two. One is the starter kit. I just feel like that's the best, easiest. Hey, it's free. Go check it out. It's the full footage of my day-long workshop. That's going to take you much deeper into a lot of this content. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, if you already feel like you want to go to membership, you know, 150 a month, you know, and you'll get weekly calls and just so much content. And here's the, here's the sales page, but but yeah. I think the starter kit sort of join the email list would probably be my main plug. Yep. From I, that's, I think I've got the strongest chance of uh, them eventually joining the membership. If, if I go a little less direct on it. Yep. You could even, I mean, with this, you know, if you join in the next seven days, save 20% or something like that with a coupon code. So it could be like magic. Sure. Use the coupon co code magic magic coupon and you'll save 20% on your subscription. If you decide that you do want to join the membership and work with me and be a part of this community of hippies. That's interesting. Sure. I don't tend to do the urgency incentives, but the um, it's yeah, it's something I could think about finding my own way towards, or it's you know, it just it could it could also be, um, if you'd like to join, here's your coupon code. Whenever you use it, yeah. you know, um, it'll get you this much off the first month. Yeah, that's possible, or or. Um, yeah. The other thing I could be doing too, I guess this would be in the Q and A and sharing, like who would like to go through all five and just okay. do rapid, rapid fire. Great. What's the symptom? What's your take on it? Uh, you know, your point of view. What? Um, what? And what are the hubs that you've come? Uh, what's the offer that you think you would offer them at the end? And then what yep. are the the hubs 
or what are, who are the top three hubs that you think might host you? And then I might give some commentary on it. Yeah. So there you have it. This is a, a signature workshop. You could have slides. I mean, the idea is like with when, especially when you're telling the story, if you do have some slides, like kind of showing you throughout history, seeing, you know, Tad 20 years ago when he was doing this Tony Robbins thing and like wow. make it kind of like a, a visual representation where you're walking people down memory lane so that they can get this sense of your own deep transformational journey and understand like, Oh, you're, you're legit. Like you've gone on this journey and now you've come back and right here, like you've condensed your philosophy into like some very simple, clear um, points here that they can understand. And then when you get into the breakthrough experience, I mean, it could be a workbook. It could just be slides that you do the, the exercises, but you know what what you're trying to do is give people like a full well-rounded um experience of this is what it's like to work with you this is what it would be like to be coached by you inside of your subscription your membership um so that at the end of it it's like a very clear yes or no for each of the people um who come to this signature workshop and then once you've done it you just improve the slideshow every time you tweak your exercises, you know, you try and figure out what is one thing that you can improve that way by the time you've done it a dozen plus times. Like for me with my business without social media, um, I spent a few minutes tweaking it, maybe adding a new, new thing each time. And then I can literally show up three minutes before I teach the class. And if there's no thought, I just show up, I go through it and I cater it to whoever that specific audience is. Uh, and it, it works really, really well. Then you take it on tour. And try and, you know, you just try and do this. If you can do this 30 times in a year versus 30 podcast interviews in a year, I, I think this is the more powerful and effective way to, to help grow the revenue streams and, and what you're doing inside your membership. This makes so much more sense to me than just the podcast thing. I mean, when, when you were, were at the party, you were telling me about the, the podcast uh, presentation one-two punch. It's just like that. It's, it just makes way more sense to me. Yeah, it's, it's hard to, like, it's easy to inspire people on a podcast, but to get them to take action from, like, listening on a podcast while they're driving or doing dishes and, like, to stop what they're doing while they're listening and, like, go to a website and pay for something or sign up. They're just, it rarely happens. It's crazy. Like, as I said, with the, the, uh, I can't remember if it was after or before we press record, but I had that interview where uh, I had 150,000 listens in the first week with the hundred dollar MBA and maybe grew my list by like 20 people. And then I did the signature workshop and had 400 people sign up and, and that was 400 new people on the email list for that one 60 minute long workshop. Yeah. Uh, and often, so the flow that I go is when I reach out, I pitch the signature workshop. Uh, they say yes to the signature workshop. I say, great. 
if you have a podcast, get me on the podcast a week or two weeks before we do the signature workshop. And then we can promote the signature workshop during the podcast interview. And then you do the, they'll promote. So they, they send out the podcast that promotes the signature workshop. They'll often send out another email promoting the signature workshop. Then they send out the recording to the signature workshop. And in all of those emails, they might have like a PS or by the way, or like, here's this marketing for hippies thing. You could save 20% here if you sign up, you know, before X date. Uh, so they're also in all of those emails, they're promoting the thing. And then if they are an affiliate for whatever you're selling, uh, then they'll send out one solo email after all of these other things about the signature workshop and podcast have gone out saying, by the way, if you've liked all these e- the emails I've been sending about Tad, here's his marketing for hippies membership. You should go check it out. And so that's that's the sequence that I've been that we've been building with with my signature workshop and what this training's about in September is like we're going to design it, we're going to come up with a marketing strategy, everybody's going to build it, everybody's going to teach their signature workshop for their first time during the actual training so people can sign up for each other's workshops during this one week of it. And then they get all the email scripts and spreadsheet templates and everything to then spend one of the sessions actually like trying to find a hundred contacts that they can then reach out to, to then go start touring their workshop. So that hopefully, you know, by the end of this year, they have at least 20 in the calendar that they can start looking forward to and teaching. Hey, that's great. Oh, you know, the other thing I was saying we could do um, that I've often done is um, with the hubs thing is doing a group hub brainstorm. Oh yeah. Where it's like, let's Love see that. if we can, let's see if we can get a hundred hubs. You know, so what, when we're doing the the hot seat in the Q and A section, I love that. Yeah, say okay, everybody. So this is so I'd have to find somebody who's got a, a, a actual good island A sort of symptom problem or result. Yeah. And then once we found a good one, it's like great. Um, then I'd say usually what else can you tell us sort of psychographically about your ideal client? You know, what are they into and all that? And then, um, great, let's go. We're going to go for three minutes. Let's just see if everyone can come up with five hubs or however much it is. Let's see if we can hit a hundred hubs. I love it. Yeah. It's exciting. You get this sort of ramping up and, um, and then there's also a lesson in it where I say, look, you know, for the person who's getting these hubs, some of these are going to work and some of them won't. Some yeah. of them feel like fit, but some of them aren't. But that's information about your niche. Because yeah. if you got a hub that doesn't feel right, that means your niche probably was not articulated well enough. Mm. You weren't yeah. really clear enough to the people. So good feedback there. Uh, so they get to take that and then refine their niche. Um, and then, but people also get to see, oh my gosh, I see how it is, you know. Um, and people can start dropping specific names and all that. So I think that would be. Yeah, that would be great. Um, That's awesome. Um, there could also even be a. Um, I mean, for the for the hot seat when we get to this. So okay, but so the group hub brainstorm that would be under the Q and A and sharing and coaching. That's right. Yeah. yeah, you'd be like, okay, we've gone through these things. Who wants to go through all five years and get some coaching? Yeah, and so then right, so it might be niche. And for the niche, I might give them some coaching, but I might also say, everybody, put your questions in. What are your questions for this person based on, yeah. on what they've said? Yeah. For, the point of, for the point of view, 
Um, yeah, what are your questions? What's your pushback? What's your, you know, great. Here's a bunch of questions about what you just said for your point of view. There's a bunch of social media content to respond to. Yeah. This model, what else could they offer? You know, what else could they include in a premium offer? And, and then the hubs, what, what could they do? I mean, that's, that's, that may be ambitious for a intro, but um, how long do you usually suggest the intro be? 60 minutes. It's so much easier for people to sign up for 60 minutes than 90 minutes. Um, yeah. I, I've just noticed like if it's 90 minutes, people will stay for the full 60 minutes and then people start to drop off as like it goes on and you start to get into more of the coaching and that sort of thing. 60 minutes, it's like it's you bring the fire, you leave people buzzing and then right. they want more. And yeah. it's like you just you give them the goods. There's no time wasted. You have to be really like succinct with it. Um, and then and then people will want more. Um, then the the offer is right at the end. Yeah, offers at the end. I mean, you could seed it throughout, but the offer happens right at the at the end. You finish the coaching. It's like, all right, like, you know, here's the here's some options if you want to continue the journey and then you can also after you've shared those links and everything else then you can say like we have two more minutes does anybody have any final comments or questions thoughts um so do you have a title for your signature workshop what name of it might be i mean uh, usually it's just marketing for hippies 101 i'm so uncreative on that level but but it works it's clear yeah uh, and what would the, the benefits or outcomes be if they sign up based on what we've done here? What are they going to walk away with? Um, clear understanding of the five fundamentals that they most need to succeed. Clear understanding of how to, of, um, how to make marketing feel the way they want it to feel. Um, you're gonna leave with fundamentals. Um, I mean, mostly they're gonna leave with a lot of weight off their shoulders, like there's a, a, a sense of relief. Um, that marketing can actually feel good and work. That's the, the main thing. Say like a renewed sense of excitement when it comes to your marketing strategy. Totally. Um, I think this one's the weakest one. The clearness of how you make marketing feel the way you want it to feel. I think this one, I feel a sense of relief that marketing can both feel good, good and work. Yeah. Sweet. So then you can just add like a uh, write maybe a couple paragraphs about the description. Um, and what I typically do, so um, 
we I have like a build landing page templates on my my website. So if the host says, yeah, you can go ahead, like just I'll promote a page on your website, then that's one option. Option two is they build a landing page on their web, website and they take all the, the people to, to sign up. Um, and so there's there's kind of two ways to go about that. So, um, so you have your teacher bio. This is more of like the, this stuff's like the landing page stuff and then the host bio. So if there's a host, um, it's on your website. You still want to have like a little intro about the host of this workshop. So um, write a short bio description for whoever is hosting for you. You know, I'm realizing, I think I would call this the marketing for hippies masterclass, not marketing for hippies one-on-one. Perfect. Yeah. Um, great. So what you've experienced here, this is kind of like session one of the signature workshop training that we're doing. This is like helping uh -huh. people, this would be the same type of process that everybody's gonna go through in session one. That was dope, man. That was really useful for me. Sweet, I'm glad. I mean, this is a really cool looking workshop. It's, and I totally get, I mean, and just if, in case we, we probably will share this, I think, but, um, for anyone else watching the um it's something I, I would have to do this workshop 10 times to really work out the kinks you know this is yeah. this is i know this is the rough idea and i know once i get it in front of people that's when i'd see what's landing what's not landing what's too much what could really be cut what can we skip what can i just talk about instead of doing an exercise for or what do i actually really need to do an exercise yeah. for instead of talking about um all of that would come, but it's interesting because when I showed up to this, I was really, I just was like, I have no idea what we're going to get out of this. I already have my day long workshop. I just couldn't imagine coming up with something that was an hour long, but this feels like this is a workable. Yeah. I could see doing, doing something here. Thanks, well, man. it's, yeah, you're so welcome. Um, and I think the, you, you nailed it. There is like, this is something you're going to do. You know, the, the goal is like, if you could do this, 25 plus times per year on 25 different stages that's hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of new people that are going to join your email list who've never even experienced your work before because um, people may have heard you on podcasts podcasts are like awareness things they're not things that are going to like bring people into your whole ecosystem that you've created and you know for anybody out there that's like they're trying to land their point of view and like introduce themselves this doesn't require being on social media. Like you can literally just, this is all email list stuff and you don't need social media to reach Thank out and do this, these types of workshops, which I know is a relief to a lot of people that are, you know, slant away at the 10 hours plus a week on social media and not having a good time and not seeing results. This is like really simple. You do, you know, if you did 
half a day per month of outreach for, for the signature workshop. And, you know, part of the training we're doing is like, what are all the pieces of this that you can automate uh, so that it becomes really easy once somebody says, yes, I want to book a signature workshop with you. You can literally automate the sequence of events that happen and send them to your folder, get them hooked up with your affiliate program if you have one and give them all the resources to easily promote this. And, you know, it can, a lot of it can be very automated for the onboarding piece, which is exciting. Well, and I'm even seeing, you know, we could create a template page. Yeah. For, the, for the ones we're hosting on my website and we just copy it, insert the new bio of the new host. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and photo and boom, and it's, and it's done. Highly duplicatable. Uh, yeah. And the idea is, is like the more you do, the better you get. It just keeps getting better. You get more polished. And, you know, for some people you might think, well, that'll be boring if I have to do 25 of the same workshop, but you'd be surprised because you have a different audience you're engaging with every single time. So you're getting different energy coming at you, different types of people. So you have to deliver it in a different way each time based on who shows up. A couple of other questions. Uh, well, first of all, one on that and then one question. Um, I often say this to my people. I say, you know, if you had a, a choice and door behind door number one is the opportunity to do your this new intro workshop for a thousand people. And door number two is a chance to do it for a hundred groups of 10 people, which would you choose? And I tell them, you know, there is a right answer to this. And it's door number two. That's the right answer when it's a new workshop. Do it a hundred times for 10 people. Yeah. Because by the end of that, you'll be ready for door number one. But if you start with door number one, you're just going to embarrass yourself in front of, or, or miss the opportunity. But yeah, you do a workshop like this a hundred times. Yeah. You're just bulletproof at the end of that. You just you just kind of swagger into these opportunities, knowing how good it's going to be. Um, yeah. And the, then the question is: Do you you don't charge for this, do you? No, this is free. This is your free intro thing, and it's meant to be done live. This is not meant to be an evergreen thing. You could have it as a podcast. You can set it up on your YouTube channel. People could opt in on your email list to like download a recording of it if you want, like you can do that. But this, when doing it to other people's audiences, this is meant to be a live experience so people can like get the real you live. It's like you want them to really fully experience you and what you have to offer. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, man. Let's wrap Sweet. it up. That was great. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Making Magic Podcast with your host, Bradley T. Morris from Magic Media. If you're inspired to leverage your life's work by crafting your transformational, educational, and inspirational media, thriving online community, profitable membership, or to turn your message into a movement, then head on over to magicmedia.com, that's M-A-J-I-K, media.com, and explore what our Creators Club or partnership opportunities have to offer you and your beautiful business.